Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing this week? This week has been kind of rough for me. I've been in bed the whole time until like 1.30 I get up. And, you know, most of the day's gone, but it's been a lot of pain. And a lot of it has to do with the weather. But I hope everyone had a great New Year. And... We've got new uh, topics to talk about this year. I'm really happy and enjoyed for that. I know sometimes some of those episodes can get kind of weak. and Plus, if I have to go over it twice, you know, because something new happened or there's something more in the news about it, I do that. So, But I'm sorry about that, but let's get started today. We're going to be talking about something I think we all can relate to. And it's chronic pain and relationships. You know, I, I know we all have issues probably in this uh, area. I know I did. And it really affected my relationship with my um, wife my and a lot of my friends and also my whole family. So this really touches home for me. So let's go ahead and get started here. Chronic pain is not just the physical hurt experienced by people living with it. It is also the pain takes away from them, including the toll on their most important relationships. According to a study in the Journal of Pain, chronic pain has significant impact on persons' social lives and relationships and can be a key trigger for the development of anxiety, depression, and anger. Alright, so let's uh, talk about relationships. Humans are social creatures from our birth until the day we depart. We seek out groups to feel connected. This may be because there is a belief that in numbers there is safety or we feel normal. When we are surrounded by people who are like us or that being among those that are unlike us expands our thoughts and lives or that we feel less alone in the struggles we go through when we have other to support us. Whatever the reasons, relationships are part of our foundation for health and well-being, and they can come in many forms, including family, friends, colleagues, and intimate partners. What we have learned from research is that loneliness and isolation heightens our risk of almost every disease, both physical and mental. 
They also significantly pack on our life satisfactions, self-worth, and life expensive They also play a significant role in our chronic pain. Research has shown there is a strong relationship between higher levels of social isolation, lower levels of physical function, and pain interference. Pain interference is defined as how well a person living with chronic pain is able to face the challenges of performing daily social and or work-related tasks. When I post this, you're going to be uh, you'll be able to see where it says learn more, and there's ebooks and articles on different um, things that have to do with relationships and chronic illness. So let's talk about relationships and chronic pain. For the person living with pain. They are left managing the physical, emotional, and mental toll the pain takes on them. For the reason watching, they are left struggling to understand how to help and support them, but often feeling helpless. For both people, each treatment and appointment raises the hopes of a cure, which can often lead to disappointment with the residual pain left behind. As treatments are called pain management because that there are the true definition of chronic pain is it is not curable. And as treatments are called pain management because this is what they are tools to manage and alleviate the symptoms of chronic pain often not cure it. Many people who live with and manage chronic pain find that the life with pain has a significant impact on their relationships. The causes of these changes to relationships can come in many forms, including misunderstanding about chronic pain and the toll it takes, compassion, fatigue due to the ongoing nature of pain, changes to roles and responsibilities as a result of pain, changes to the physical, emotional, and mental health and well-being of the person living with pain. And that was, that's a check mark there for me. That's what the issue was. Nobody understanding what I was going through and the pain that came along with what I don't know what I was going through. And finally, changes to the health and well-being of the person not living with pain. Research suggests that issues in close relationships have a significant impact on the severity of pain experienced. The levels of physical disability and the levels of depression experienced Whereas strong, healthy relationships have the inverse effect, reducing pain, disability, and mental health issues. Alright, so let's go ahead and discuss family. Families are more than a group of people united by blood or ceremony. They are a group which shares a bond of common values, common goals, roles, and responsibilities. Families contribute to the physical, emotional, and mental well-being of each of its members. They provide a network and team that spans the generations, providing safety, security, and love. This is often why, when a previously healthy person becomes changed by pain, it has a dramatic impact on the whole family unit. Often, what family uh, members will notice is that the person living with pain starts to pull away from their previous life and those that were a part of it. Their loved ones may become isolated. The only outings often revolving around health care appointments. Isn't that true? Jeez.
why didn't I read this from the beginning when I first had the paint start? Their loved one may experience side effects relating to treatments, which can change their mood and behavior. Their loved one may change from who and what they once were, with pain dictating their energy, mood, and behavior. The rippled out effect of pain changes work, finances, activities, both social and physical and relationships. Jeez, that's exactly what happened with me, man. Can't believe this. Family members may play a role in positive reinforcement of unhelpful coping strategies, thinking patterns, and behaviors. This comes from place of wanting to help protect and look after the pain-affected family member, but often leads to increasing levels of pain intensity and disability, and decreasing levels of anonymity, self-efficacy, and self-confidence. For the pain-affected person, feelings of guilt, shame, and grief are quite normal. They may feel the pain has taken control of every aspect of their life, spinning the world out of control. The pain has become a thief, constantly stealing pieces of life they have spent years building. They very likely feel the toll their pain takes on their family and the burden this places on their loved ones but feel helpless to change this. Um, real quick, make a note, you know, if you guys get upset with me, I'm sorry, but at the point where the pain, well, was starting to get really bad. At the time, I knew um, my wife wasn't really happy with the situation that was going on because, I, you know, most of my, um, my, most of my thoughts and my abilities every day were focused on my pain and nobody else. And I was focused on things like, you know, what can stop this? How can I stop this? And there were just no answers at the time. So I felt the best thing to do was just let my wife move on and find somebody or have a happier life than what I was giving her because I just couldn't do it anymore. And I'm really sorry I did that. It was a big mistake, but, you know, the thoughts of doing this alone was really hard to deal with. And, you know, breaking up a marriage is not an easy thing to do when you love somebody so much. So let's move on here. Tips for family. Here's uh, some a few strategies that may help families to adapt to the changes of their loved one. Well, number one, learn about chronic pain. With knowledge comes greater understanding. Learning about your loved one, one's pain helps create a greater empathy and understanding of why and how it affects them. By attending appointments, seeking support, and taking openly amount pain, you can show support, empathy, and love for what they are going through. Ask, don't assume. Number two, ask what you can do to help. Ask what your loved one needs. Ask what your loved one is feeling. Asking questions helps each of us to understand the perspective of another. Without asking, we can never truly understand what is going on and how we may be able to help in an effective way. Number three, be a team. Change and share the load of responsibilities. Everyone wants to feel useful and have purpose. 
But when it comes to chronic pain, we often need to set our loved ones up for success. This means allocating responsibilities that can be modified and broken down into smaller tasks and also have no time frame attached and can be gradually worked towards over longer periods of time. Number four, keep asking. Don't stop inviting them or including them. Just asking your loved one to come or be involved helps them to feel a part of the family. They may say no, but the offer opens possibilities of life outside of their pain. Number five, check in on them. Just showing your loved one that you care, that they matter, and that they are here for them helps to break the cycle of isolation and loneliness. Asking how they are, how their appointment went, or if they can do anything to help lets them know that you're not in on this their own. They're, they're not on this on their own, and they have support. Number six, encourage independence. Encourage your loved one to maintain their independence as much as possible. This not only allows them to maintain their self-confidence, but also their sense of self, uh, being self-efficient, and have a purpose. So let's talk about singles. Living with chronic pain can be incredibly lonely and isolating, particularly for those who are single. But cold pain takes can lead to ever-reducing circle of friends and family. The causes of these changes can come from others and their misunderstanding or from the pain-affected person. Friends may struggle with the loss and change to the relationship that they had become accustomed to. Their misunderstanding of chronic pain and its incurability may lead to compassion fatigue. Their misunderstanding of the unpredictable of pain may lead them to stop including or inviting their friend. Their discomfort with watching their friend suffer may lead them to pull away. For the person living with pain, the loss and change to themselves may lead them to withdrawal. Their inability to participate in social activities such as sport and work may lead them to stop these activities altogether. The changes to identify it and self-esteem may lead them to avoid contacting friends and family due to the fear of rejection. This avoidance and withdrawal can result in limited offers to socialize, leading to feelings of resentment, jealousy, and grief from what has been lost as a result of pain. Often, chronic pain can also change weight, energy, feelings of attractiveness, and perceived capabilities. This can cause a pain-affected person to withdraw further into themselves. For a person living with pain, the cycle of withdrawal isolation pain can lead to the negative spiral, which removes the thought and possibilities of meeting new friends or a potential partner. You know, I gotta stop right here and say something. I feel that this article right here is something I wrote for my life experience. This, everything that's happened so far and I've talked about is exactly the same thing in my life that's happened. And I don't doubt it's the same thing that might have happened to you too, how this all started. Let's continue. Uh, the next section is tips for singles. Being single can be daunting experience for anyone, 
especially when living with chronic pain. It can mean relying more heavily on family and friends for support, even potentially moving back home to live with parents. Well, I can't do that. Both of my parents have left and have passed on. Many uh, single people also worry about how they will build up new relationships living with chronic pain. They're concerned that no one would take on this level of challenge at the start of a relationship. Spending time learning about chronic pain yourself and your body can be a positive first step. This time alone can help uh, singles to learn what they want and need from a partner by learning about themselves and how their pain affects them. It also provides an opportunity to learn how to manage your thoughts and feelings about your pain without the judgment of another watching. Some strategies that can help include learning self-compassion, learning new coping strategies, learning self-care strategies, managing stress, managing the constant changes of life with chronic pain, understanding the shifts in self and identity, and overcoming grief and loss. Finding support and connection with like-minded people can be a good introductory step for re-engaging in the world. Support often has a safe space with empathetic people. These groups offer a world that understands and acknowledges the struggles faced by people living with chronic pain. It also opens up the possibility of new friendships in a non-judgmental forum. You know, and it has a uh, number here that you can call to possibly find one in your city. But, you know, it's something that my um, therapist has always been telling me that I need to get into some of these groups. That might be something I do this year, really. Research into chronic pain has shown that building social connections through groups can help reduce pain, increase function, and improve quality of life. Some groups include exercise groups, art or hobby groups, religious or community groups, voluntary organizations, and support or common interest groups. I will I will say um, when all this went down back in 2017, my, my pain started in 2004, but when it finally came to a head in 2017, I, I uh, thought to myself, you know what, I need to go back to church and reestablish myself. And that, that was really good thing to do. I got to interact with people. I met good, good new friends, and it just went well. Finding meaning and purpose that utilize strengths, skills, and interests despite pain helps people living with chronic pain to re-engage with social connections. Research shows that social connections lead to improved self-confidence and self-esteem. Self-esteem. Improved sense of control and ownership over life, improved well-being, including sleep and weight, decreased levels of depression and anxiety, and more positive view of the world. And again, there's a, a full list of the courses and voluntary uh, opportunities on this page that I am uh, looking over here. So I'm looking at the time now, and man, I can't believe how we blew through this already. You know, I'm... I'm only have about two minutes, and this is a very important topic, I feel, and you probably do too. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to split this into two parts, 
because there's still a whole much more to go through, like partners, um, tips for partners, and then most importantly, children. So, and then parents and children. So, that, like I said, there's still so much to go over, and I will save that episode for next week. But, hey, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. You know, being being friends with all of you means a lot. I know I have the opportunity to talk to you guys and work these issues out that I'm talking about today. You being part of this group means the world to me. And I really do appreciate it. And I know this new year is going to be a great one. For all of us, I really do believe they'll find not a cure, but things that are going to help us out much more easier to deal with the chronic pains that we're dealing with and not being so lonely that nobody's out there doing any research on neuropathy. And I see that every day. People are talking about that. And I don't know if this is one of their top things they want to cure or try to reduce and help people. You know, they may have other things that are more higher priority. And that's fine. So, you know, I think I've talked about that where where there isn't really much study going in right now of neuropathy and chronic illness. So I just hope with these episodes I'm providing, they do give you some hint of being able to know you can carry on. And that's what I do every single day is carry on to get to the next day. Again, thank you very much, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, Whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.